what's up everybody welcome back to the podcast this your boy jay to the all and you are listening to making music with jay to the all if you hadn't already done so go check out my youtube page jay to the all youtube backslash jay to the all check out my instagram jtuda underscore r and got another one coming up soon where it's just going to be me posting my beats and that one is called j to the r music there's nothing on it yet but it is coming and this is the podcast where you can find tips interviews whatnot production music what rappers everything thank you for listening but let's dive right into this particular podcast so what this podcast is going to be about today is if you're not familiar with reddit you need to familiarize yourself to it with to it if you are a music producer or if you're just looking for information period so i was reading through reddit and i was coming across a few questions that were interesting questions that people were asking so i figured you know what these are pretty good questions and some of them i think i have the answers to but yeah, 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 we'll see so we're going to go over some of the questions that i have found on reddit that uh producers are asking that they need to know and usually when there's one person that needs to know something there's two there's another 500 that want to know the same answer so why not give up the answer so anyway we are about to dive into that right now so i came across this i keep saying so why do i keep saying so the very first question that i came into that i came across it was very interesting and it and i know i have asked this question myself and this particular poster said do people actually sell beats on youtube he says i've been looking into it and i've been seeing people post prices but it's hard to believe people are paying that much and well i'm gonna tell you this right now people are selling beats on youtube well okay they're not necessarily selling them on YouTube, but YouTube is a platform where they are marketing the sale of their beats, just like anything else, just like Google, just like Google ads, just like Facebook. You don't necessarily sell beats there in the description. You lead people to wherever they can buy the beat. A lot of these beats on YouTube be free, and that's something that you really have to think about. Um, this is going to be a little bit off the topic but producers when you put your beat out there for free and it says free uh, Drake type beat artists are not always that savvy on what that actually means so you may have a hot beat and that person said oh man this is a free beat even if you put it in the description they don't know they don't that you know that for commercial uses only email me here they don't care about that. They just going to download that beat because it's free. And they will think that that means they can do what they want to. Now, to the same point, most people probably won't. Most artists are not going to do anything with that beat. They may record a song to it and that'll be about as far as it go. It may reach maybe two to three hundred people, but some of them may blow up. You just never know. 
So there's one uh, respondent that's also posted his response, and I thought it was kind of interesting. He says, I feel you. When someone just wants to rap as a hobby, then it's hard to justify those big purchases. That leads to my point that I just made. But when someone is treating rap like an actual career, it makes a lot more sense. See, he said a mouthful right there. You can still sell beats online, but just know that everyone that come across your beat is not going to buy it. But the ones who are serious with this business, who is your customer anyway? They will purchase the beat because they automatically are going to think whatever I put to this beat, I'm putting it out there. I'm going to make some money. It's going to blow up. So I want all of my bases covered. Those people, artists or whatever you want to call them, that's your market. The people with that kind of mindset. If someone's just doing it for a hobby, man, let them have you beat. They ain't going to do nothing with it, with it no way. Because 90% of people, they just want to sit in front of their computer, make a song, upload it somewhere, and that's it. Upload it to DistroKid or whatever, and that's it. Yeah, they're really not supposed to be doing it because they're selling it. But they're not going to market it because that's not the fun part of making music. That is the grind. Making the beat, I mean, making the song is not the grind. That's the fun part. The grind is actually promoting it and spending money to put it out there. Most people are not going to do that. And so that is not even your market to begin with. Then he goes on to say a lot of these YouTube based producers are way overpricing their direct from tutorial style <laughs> beats. That's hilarious. And that's why they are all broke. I don't know what he means by tutorial style beat. Maybe because a lot of the beats that you find on YouTube pretty much have the same type of patterns, same drum samples, same patterns. There's really not. You have to really search to find some difference, some some, uh, some beats that are out there. If you go to like the boom, if you look into like the, the East Coast boom bap type beats, those are kind of different. And I really like those. Then he says they are cop up. Just what I said. They're copying each other. But if you develop your own true unique style and build up its value through working through popular rappers, then you can make your stuff, exp make your stuff expensive. Now, everybody wants to work through a popular rapper but that is not always the case that's kind of like winning the lottery so you know if you're going to take that approach then good luck you'll be broke too it's the independent artists that you need to ride the coattail of because those are going, going to be your next stars and who's going to remember you when they make it big or better yet you better remember them because now you got a contact and you can reach out to them and hopefully you'll have an album credit. If they even list album credits, producer credits anywhere, you'll have that. And then he says a producer value is basically determined by which artist they've already worked with and how much it costs to get features from that artist. That's true. I mean, I mean, if you go on YouTube and listen to these beats, uh, most of the producers are pretty much at the same level. So the only thing to separate them is popularity. And it's just like with anybody else. 
I remember back in the day when uh, the Neptunes were making a million dollars per beat. But at the same time, if they did your beat, they produce your song, you were going to have a number one hit. It was pretty much that was the recipe. So they could charge that much. Dr. Dre was the same thing, but nothing like the Neptunes. And then you also had Swiss beats. Anything he touched, it was going to be a hit. It was just, it's as simple as that. But nowadays, you know, I don't even know if there are producers out there that are at the level that the Neptunes used to be, that the Dr. Dre's used to be and uh, the Swiss beats and all of those because everybody's stuff sounds the same. So it's kind of almost like, it's kind of almost like getting lucky. You know what I'm saying? Or, or better yet, like winning the lotto if you're trying to do what this particular poster said to do. So I don't think that's necessarily the greatest advice, but hey, it is a route you can take if you think that's going to work for you. And then if you keep reading, another poster said, he said, I stopped uploading beats to YouTube because most rappers can't tell the difference between MP3 and higher quality formats. That is so true. And most listeners cannot tell either. So uh, does it really matter in today's time if you if you and apparently most rappers don't don't because here's the thing if everybody is ripping them from youtube then every listener is listening to the same quality so after a while everything started to sound like the standard so yeah that's a problem but there's really only one way around it and this guy pretty much has the solution for that he says so so they think it's good enough and rip that shit off it's true then if you get robbed you have to sue them file copyright claims believe it or not it's an insane long and expensive process why would you even do that anyway for somebody that's not even going to make any money off of it and then he says nowadays I only work for artists I like and that's it that's always an option too and that's a pretty good way to like back when I was selling beats like a many many moons ago when I had a uh when I was pretty much doing it full time, selling beats, running a recording studio, I only, you know, we didn't have, you didn't sell anything over the internet. You placed the ad in your local classified section to, to whatever newspaper it was. And then people would call you and then they would come over, they listen to your beats and then they buy them. The next thing you know, they call you, Hey, can I stop by and listen to some beats? And that's how you got clients. So you really didn't even have, and you already had some type of arrangement worked out then. It's pretty much the same thing, but at least you built a relationship with the customers. Now, people will rip you off and they don't think, they don't care. They don't know you. You just a beat to them, a free beat, a free type beat. So times have changed. So, I mean, you're either going to do it or you're not. You're going to get ripped off or you're going to get ripped off. But you can control to the level for which you get ripped off. So if you're afraid of getting ripped off on YouTube, uh, then you may not want to upload beats to YouTube because people are going to take them. That is just a given for that.
Now, personally, my answer to that is I wouldn't necessarily if I post something on YouTube, you may want to just tag the hell out of it and then have your um, sell your beat somewhere else. A lot of people use beat stores, air bits, air bits, air bit. But I don't even necessarily suggest those. My suggestion is to build your own website, your own hub, your own shopping cart and uh, sell your beats directly from there. Cut out the middle man. Why pay beat stores $19.99 a month when you can uh, go to names cheap shared hosting for like $37 a year and um, and build your own website and, and host your files there or host your files on a Google Drive. I mean, you can go, you, you can get a Google site, host your your MP3 files for the beats or however waves or whatever you do, host them on a Google Drive, create a PayPal button, put that on your site and bada bing bada bang you done created an online store for free all it takes is a little bit of time take a take about a week if you already have beats take take about a week get your website up and running and these websites are just drag and drop nobody even has to know how to code nowadays that everything is just drag and drop so they're real easy to make build your own online real estate because man why did my voice go out did i feel kind of passionate about that build your own online real estate because that is yours you know what i'm saying then you can sell anything you want to sell t-shirts sell clothing do whatever but you know if you're not that tech savvy and you just want to get your beats up and running by the being by the bang then then go ahead and do the beat stores go ahead and do the air bit B-Stores actually has a pretty nice, if you do the pro package, which I don't remember how much it is, maybe $19.99 a month. If you do that, you can create a pretty nice website that is pretty much what you could create on Google sites, you know, but at least you got the beat player in there too. And you can sell directly. You don't have to manually create uh, each product on your website. So that's a good thing about B-Stores. You're just uploading. They do the work whoop the whoop wada bang so i don't know the choices is it's up to you but on youtube tag if everybody tagged the hell out of their beats on youtube then there would be more sales for everybody else now granted there are there are ways around that but most people don't know though i don't think they know how to get around the tags on the beat Especially if they're not a producer. If they're not a producer. If you're a producer, you should know how to get around those tags. You should know how to take someone else's beats and make and make it your own. I don't care if they got tags every four bars. You should know how to do that. But a rapper won't necessarily know how to do that. So, um, so yeah, tag the hell out of them. If everybody tagged them all, then, you know, everyone, it would benefit everyone because everyone could probably sell more beats. And then it came across this other question that someone had asked as well. And I thought this was a pretty good question because I think this is something that a lot of producers do on YouTube. 
He says, um, I'm uploading videos for, I've been uploading videos two months every single day. I per, even purchased VidIQ for better optimization, uh, optimization, optimization. Okay. Tags, etc. My beats are getting better and better, but I'm getting less and less views. I'm sending an average at five to eight views per video. Um, I think he means video. As I said, I'm uploading every two days. I mean, every day for two months, never miss a day. Any tips, advice for a guy like me who who is just sad because I'm grinding so much for nothing. Thanks for everything, you guys. The first folly in that particular paragraph is the fact that he thinks he is grinding so much but just by uploading videos. He said, I'm sad because I'm grinding so much. Bruh. That's not the grind. The grind is bringing traffic to YouTube. Okay, here's the first mistake that he's making. And I think a lot of people starting out making beats make. They think if they upload beats to YouTube. And I've been in this place before too. But I also have a marketing degree degree and understand that you just can't put a product out there and hope that people will come and find it. Because that's essentially what he's saying he's doing. He mentioned nothing about actually uh, bringing any traffic to his YouTube page. So, you know, he needs to work on his marketing skills. And number two, if you're only getting five to eight views, nobody's really that that really doesn't mean anything. Because here's the thing. I've talked to rappers who are like, I don't choose beats on YouTube that has a lot of views. Why? Because everybody's using those beats. If you choose beats, you type in Drake type beat. You type in Migos type beat and you choose that beat on page one. Guess what? Everybody that particular beat is probably showing up on page one of YouTube in a lot of people searches for those same terms. So now everybody and their mama using that same beat. So what happens if you actually buy that beat? You, you buy that beat and then someone else then already used it, uploaded it to YouTube. They don't care. They just doing it for fun. Now you get a copyright strike or you get copyrighted and you actually bought the beat. So just because you only get five to eight views, that's not necessarily a bad thing because the savvy, if your beats are good, the savvy rapper will go five and six, three or four, three three or four five six pages deep and pick a beat from there because those are the beats that people aren't really listening hard to or think that they trash just because they only have a few views but yet and still you can sell those beats so keep uploading so he needs to keep uploading don't worry so much about how many views he's getting because five to seven five to eight views on 300 videos 300 videos is not a bad thing 
And like I said, the savvy artist will go two or three pages deep to find a beat just so he won't have the same beat that a million other rappers then picked and stole off YouTube. So that's something to think about right there. Then someone responded, and this is kind of funny because it's a little blatant. It's a little... It's a little... It, it, he, I'll just say, he, he says, maybe someday... Uh, what did he, what did he say? He said maybe someday you will finally realize that you are all in a fake path. Do music for the pleasure of doing it, or go study marketing if you want views. Mm, that's some tr- little hard. It's a little it's a little brutal, but there's some truth in that. Stop doing it just to make money. You gotta love it. You gotta be able to say I'll do this whether I make money or not. I mean, really, that's what, otherwise you may as well go get a nine to five because eventually it's going to start feeling like a nine to five. Then he said, sorry, but welcome to reality. That's kind of hard. That's kind of hard. That's kind of hard. I, uh, I don't know if I would necessarily say that, but yeah. Then, um, yeah, that's kind of hard. But man, you just got to keep grinding, man. You got to be on all those social media platforms. Just getting yourself out there. You have to really grind. Same thing with artists. You just can't send something to Distro Kid or United Masters or whatever it's called and think that you are going to start making records. You have to push yourself constantly. I'm in the process of helping my son get his music out there. Go look him up. LSO Draco. LSOproductions.com Don't sleep <sighs> Shameless plug But anyway And the thing I'm trying to make him understand is you It's an everyday grind You gotta do a little bit Every day And that don't mean uh, Sitting up in a recording studio Every day That means Whatever you have out there You need to be grinding on social media You can't really go out and do shows And stuff like you know, like you or have like listening parties and stuff. You can't really do that. Not in this particular climate with COVID and all. So what you have to do is continuously grind on social media, doing that stuff that you think is not really helping. But in the long run, it will, because you have to build loyal followers, not just people that's just going to yeah, man, I'll check it out. And they don't even check it out. But first and foremostly, you got to have something somebody won't listen to. Same thing, you know, with beat. If you're making beats, man, you got to have something somebody won't listen to. If you just start making beats, you throw it out there. But don't say you throw it out there. See if somebody but get feedback, learn from it. But at the same time, don't think you're going to be in this game for two months and blow up. That may happen to some people, but the majority, it don't. Is will you quit after six months? Will you quit after a year? You got to keep grinding and one day it will happen. You just got to keep moving forward. As simple as that. What are your choices? You may as well. I mean, what are your choices? Do it while you're young, while you can make mistakes and do this type of stuff. But anyway, that's about it for this particular podcast. Hang on, hold y'all too long. But I just wanted to I just thought those questions were kind of interesting and uh and 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 I wanted to share them with y'all 
But anyway, this your boy J to the R, and again you are listening to J to the R making music with J to the R. Keep subscribed to it on iTunes. It's, I'm on Spotify. I'm on all of them particular um, platforms or whatever. The listenership is growing. I appreciate those that's tuning in, listening to the podcast. Hoping you find, hope you find something of value. Uh, drop me an email. You know, let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear. My email address is jtuda12 at gmail.com. Peace. I'm out.